Welcome back to the Nomad Show. This is a podcast for you if you find yourself in a new place geographically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, or otherwise. This is a show about philosophy, psychology, spirituality, and motivation. Together, we'll ponder human nature from the perspective of the nomad, the sojourner, the immigrant, the traveler, and the wanderer. In this episode, we'll be considering the concept of the ego and its two friends, the id and the superego. When people talk about the ego, they're mostly referring to a concept of self-esteem, self-worth, self-confidence, either earned or unearned, etc. But today I'm going to explore the concept of the self and how it leads to domestications and limiting beliefs. The id is the only concept of the personality that is present from birth. It controls your needs, your need for food, your need for affection, your need for attention, your need for sex, and all your aggressive and impulsive drives. Conflicting desires, emotions, and impulses exist in the id. They exist without negating each other. You can love your spouse so deeply, yet feel so much resentment towards them. One can have such lofty goals, ambitions, and ideals, yet be paralyzed by the crushing fear of failure. The id has no knowledge of good or evil, or right or wrong, or morality. It is purely instinctual. Hang with me here, this would all make sense in a bit. Now, the superego is the combination of the teachings and the rules and regulations that a person is raised with from childhood. It is the conscience that criticizes behavior and punishes it with guilt. It strives to balance the id. Freud's theory depicts the superego as the father figure of your psyche. It is the combination of cultural regulations, religious teachings, education, and influence of authority that balances all your impulsive desires. Don Miguel Ruiz, in his book, Mastery of Self, describes the concept of domestication. It is a concept based in the Mesoamerican Toltec tradition as a system of reward and punishment that modulates human behavior. Your domestication is the image of how you thought the world should be. During the process of domestication, we form an image of what perfection is in order to try to be good enough. We create this image of how we should be in order to be accepted by everybody. We especially try to please the ones who love us, like mom and dad and big brothers and sisters and pastors and teachers. Trying to be good enough for them, we create this image of perfection. But we don't fit this image. We create this image, but this image is not real. We're never going to be perfect enough from their point of view. Never. It is described as the greatest obstacle to personal freedom, the overactive superego, that is. We'll come back to this later. The ego is the mediator of the trinity, that is, the superego, the id, and the ego. The ego seeks to pleasure the id while staying within the superego's boundaries. This is where executive functioning lies. The skills that allow you to focus attention and plan and control impulses, remember instructions, 
also including psychic functioning like judgment and tolerance and planning and intellectual functioning and memory. All these things the ego has to bring into harmony. The impulses of the id and the constraints of the superego. To make things a little more complicated, the superego also watches over the ego and makes sure that it's not being partial to the id. <laughs> Are you confused yet? Aristotle once said, it is the mark of an educated mind to be able to entertain a thought without accepting it. So let me pose a thought to you. Are you a perfectionist, wound up, always judging yourself, and never able to accept things the way they are? Always gifted at finding the things that you don't like the most? Is your superego on overdrive? Have you been domesticated to think the world should be a certain way? Do you expect your future to be aligned in such a specific way that you have difficulty accepting the present that is right in front of you? Have you surrendered to the beliefs of your parents, the society, popular culture, childhood dreams and desires so much so that you just want to be yourself but you don't know how? Is it possible to reconsider all these old agreements that you've made with yourself and the world? Is it possible to drop the thought patterns that do not serve you well? Is it possible to create a new relationship with yourself? Is it possible to free yourself from the negative energy that has shackled you to the old ways of being and preventing you from being your best and most actualized self? I'd venture to say that all these things are possible, but it begins with a step, a decision. I'm going to dedicate an entire episode to mindfulness in the future, but just to give you a little bit of a preview, depression is what happens when you focus on the past. Anxiety is what happens when you focus on the future. But what happens when you focus on the present? I think that's where joy lies. Or at least, I think that's the path towards actualizing and revealing your best self. When you start to be aware and to be mindful of what is going on around you and what you're doing in the present moment, without thinking about the past or worrying about the future, you begin to experience new things in new ways. And you begin to, to see the world in a different, brighter, and happier light. Or at least that's that's what I've noticed. But anyway, we'll talk about this in greater detail in the future. This has been another episode of The Nomad Show. I hope you enjoyed it. For show notes, visit us at thenomadshow.com or follow us on Twitter at Nomad Show Tweets. Thank you.